Hey everybody and welcome back to Digital Artcast. Uh, I'm glad you all jumped in and are ready to listen to another amazing episode. Um, coming hot off the heels of our last episode, we wanted to do this particular one. Um, I mean, I wanted to do it really and it was a combination of other people kind of coming in and out, but we wanted to discuss some of the events that have happened in America over the last uh, couple of weeks. Um, I feel as creatives and as people who have kind of a platform and a voice to um, definitely show support when we want to about you know, what's going on in the world and, and at Digital Artcast we definitely stand with Black Lives Matter and their entire movement so um, we had this idea, myself and a couple of artists wanted to get together and talk about um, you know the whole theme of uh, being an artist in America and what's been going on and, and views on it and uh, to do this today I've invited some uh, Black Artist friends on to talk about their experiences and their whole feel on what's been going on the last couple of weeks. Um, but most importantly, what I've done um, is I have decided to pass the baton over to my friend Cameron Moore, who's an art director in uh, Los Angeles, uh, Buddy Group as a, an art director there. And, and I thought it would be better for me to take a step back at this point and allow others to use the platform um, and their voices to amplify their feelings and thoughts about what's been going on. Um, so firstly, um, I will introduce Cameron. So Cameron, thank you for coming on today and helping organize this and, and moderate it. Um, I'm really grateful for uh, for all the help you've put out so far. Hey, man. Thanks, man. Happy to be here. Yeah, no worries, man. Well, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Um, so, so yeah, so Cameron's going to take over from here. I'm going to take a step back and let the guys talk. Um, Cameron will work through just now and introduce who else is on the panel. And uh, yeah, I hope you guys really enjoy the episode and I'll jump back in at the end. But um, yeah, Cameron, at any time, just jump in and uh, and do your thing. <laughs> uh, thanks, man. Um, all right, hey, hey, everybody. My name's Cam. Uh, yeah, I'm our director over at the Buddy Group in uh, Southern California and uh, host of the Table of Truth podcast. And so we got some really amazing artists, uh, Black Brothers on here. Um, first off, we're going to start with Kevin. Uh, introduce yourself and well, you know where you're doing. Hey, I'm Kevin Powell, and uh, I'm a senior systems designer over at Airship Syndicate. Awesome. We also have Phil. Phil, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Philip Boutte Jr., and I'm a costume concept artist for the uh, Costume Designers Guild Local 892. And last but certainly not least, Arthel, introduce yourself. Hello, everyone. Arthel Isom. I'm the CEO of Day Art Stagio and also art director of the, of the anime studio here in Japan. Awesome. All right. And so what I'm going to do is uh, I greet every black person in this time the same way. Have you guys uh, explained 400 years of systemic racism to somebody today? Every day. Yeah. So what we're kind of saying was like, you know, um, for you guys, you know, you guys are all creatives and you guys are in different areas of creativity. And I know, you know, even in my own company, how I had to kind of like, uh, you know, talk to my coworkers, like, how was it for you? How, how was it for you guys? Like, you know, with this protest going on, there's a little bit more hyper awareness of like, you know, uh, black issues and black problems. And like, how was it for you guys at your guys' respective places? Um, you know, it's funny because you asked that question in jest about that we had, had we uh, explained, you know, systemic racism and things like that. And actually, but today, earlier today, I, I, I was on a radio show here, like a live show, and of course, just discussing. Because in Japan, they've been actively really trying to understand it, which you have to definitely give respect to, to Japan because they're so far removed from, from, you know, what's going on in the West. 
but um, they, so that was kind of what I was doing for, for breakfast. It was like trying to just get, they were asking questions about my own experiences and just kind of relaying. And also I, I, I joined the, um, the rally that was here last weekend. And, you know, so just kind of trying to get the general public here to understand about it. Yeah, no, I feel that. I think, um, like, I, I used to live in New York, and so in New York, there's a lot of protests, there's a lot of rallies, and, you know, that was going on. And now I'm in the suburbs in Southern California, and it's a lot less. So everything I'm experiencing is through either my friends or watching it on TV. And so it was just an interesting experience because um, each one of my friends, you know, they all posted their, you know, their their cool videos on Instagram or <laughs> saying that I, was at, I was at the protest. And then, and they're like, yo, man, where were you? I was like, at, at home, liking all your guys' photos. <laughs> <laughs> Where were you during the fight, man? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I think that, you know, that part is awesome. And I'm glad that people are protesting. But then I also think, you know, it's just as important to have conversations like this to help other folks kind of understand and like, you know, get a little peek into our world without, um, you know, uh, throwing it into their faces where they can kind of just listen and just have a conversation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what I've been doing, like, for the past couple of weeks, you know, since everything kind of happened. Uh, just been having a lot of conversations with, you know, my white friends just about what's going on. And just, you know, from my perspective, things I've been through, all that stuff. And I think, it, you know, there's a lot of people that are wanting to understand, you know, our side of it. And so, you know, I'm trying to do my best to do that. But also, you know, it's it's a lot. You know, yeah. having to relive yeah. that stuff it's, and you yeah. know, tell those stories and stuff. So, um, you know, trying to make sure I take time out for myself. But yeah, I, I do think it's important that we have these conversations, right? Um, that, that's a but, really good point that you just said just now, which I didn't think about it. But like you said, it's a lot. And and then recently, you know, I don't know. I'm like, like you know, I try to be somewhat stereotypical black guy, you know, <laughs> like, you know, and then they're like, you know, so not too emotional or anything like that. Like, never, But now I feel like, man, like just watching these YouTube videos and things and I've been going on these different interviews and talking like over and over and over about it. So it's like you're, you're reliving your experiences. So now I almost kind of feel like, like, you, yeah, we get it like affected by like PTSD or something. And yeah. it's like this kind of, that we didn't even realize was, part of our system just because we've been forced to kind of live it right and like you're just moving through life and then like now it's like i like i watched i, I was looking at one of my um your friends websites or not websites her facebook posts and she's just posting old images of like malcolm x and you know um martin luther king and you know, a lot of black leaders so there's photos of like black panthers and angela davis and you know it's just like just yeah she was just kind of celebrating and she's she's a white woman but you know, she really believes in diversity and just kind of women in power and things like that. And um, she, but just looking at her photos, like for some reason, maybe like almost feel like I was like, I couldn't stop tearing, you know? And then, yeah. and then the same thing when I was going on these interviews and it's like, so yeah, like you said, you have to kind of then take time for yourself just because of what, like what we're constantly trying to do, like why we're trying to exp- express the importance of empathy and during this mm-hmm. time. 
right? Yeah, man. It's um, it, it's a lot. I mean, you know, especially for us in terms of like, you know, we're all still working. We're still, you know, going to jobs and stuff like that. And so um, one of my friends is like, yo, can I just get like a, like a, a black week off just so we could just get some vacation time? <laughs> so I can collect. collect yeah, yeah, let me, yeah. Let me collect, can we just, you know, like collect the thoughts, you know, I can come back. So I'm not going to try to punch my boss in the face. Like, <laughs> let me just like, let me calm down. Let me just, you know, collect it. And, but no, nah, I feel you. I think um, uh, a lot of times some people we're, we're talking um, with some of my friends and they're saying how like, you know, one one feeling was like he was happy that a lot of his white friends were kind of checking in on him, like, "Hey, man, you good?" That kind of stuff. But on the other hand, he was just like, "Man, if these white people don't leave me alone, because <laughs> he was just getting it was just too much. It's just like yeah, too much, yeah. you know." So he was just trying to find that balance where it's like we we definitely again we appreciate it. Thank you for our white allies, awesome. But sometimes it's just like I just kind of want to just retreat, chill, collect my thoughts, and then get back to like you know I'm getting to my creative space, you know. Yeah. I actually needed a yeah. I needed a break because I I found that um, a lot of the times I feel like I end up being a bridge between my friends, like kind of finding always finding the middle. So I listen to one side, I listen to the other side, and then I try to find like a gap or like a point of reference where I can kind of find where everybody would kind of fit into that place. But what I started to recognize was like for the first two weeks I was doing that so much I wasn't taking time to actually deal with how I felt about stuff. And then I had like this moment where they were doing local protests here where I live and I was having neighbors that are not black. So like white neighbors that would come up, you know, we, I'd be outside or something doing something in the front yard or something. And they'd want to have casual conversation and it would make me immediately angry. And I knew that they didn't deserve it. Like, so I was like, I need to just go inside because what was happening was, was I realized that mentally I wasn't able to escape what was going on. And I felt almost jealous that they were able to, like, they were able to say like, Hey, you want to come over and have some lemonade and talk about nothing? And I'm like, no, I don't know. And then I started to realize that I needed to get a little bit more proactive. Um, and one of the things that I talked to even with my black friends about was I started to realize that although the tendency is kind of to shut down or even to just say like a lot of people are angry. So one of the hard things about it is saying like, because I think the hardest thing to hear, even though you understand that people mean well, the hardest thing to hear is people acting like racism just happened. Like where they're just like, oh my gosh, oh my God, it's <laughs> awful. Like they're just discovering yeah, yeah. Yeah, really hard. And you just want to say, like, read some books. Like, I don't want to be the person that tells you all this stuff. But I recognize and I've told my black friends several times, especially this week, as I've said, you have to be patient. And you also have to realize that people really do want to help. And they're part of the same system where we all in ways that makes it to where we're ignorant to certain things. So at this point, now that everyone's listening, one of the key things that I've said is now we have to have something to say. So now yeah. is not the time to turn off from people or push yeah, them. Yeah. Well, that, that, and that's a great point, like what you just said. Because even when, so this um, digital art, art, art cast, when they decided to like host this panel, like for us and like, like you know, just be a, plat- a platform for like black creators and things. Like the first thing that came up in my mind was like, you know, I'm actually really appreciative of that. Like I remember right. like, and then, and then, and, I, and like, I don't want it to come off as like being like, oh, this is like a platitude or something like that, but it's more like, but, but, but yeah, because we, we, we take for granted that these experiences and things that we're having are known, right. Or something or should, or should be known. Like, and we're like, okay, so yeah, this stuff is happening, 
but yeah, like, you know, there's this, there are people, like you said, there are white allies and brothers and people who do want to know. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and so it's like, okay, so now that they're trying to know, it, it really is our place to then have to kind of try to educate them and try to, yeah, like take the, take the time that they're giving us and like, okay, cool. You know what? Like this, this is what's happening. Uh, this is what needs to happen. This is what we, we need as a community and culture, uh, what we would like to be able to do, you know, and like, you know, it just really, um, like you said, like have that voice, but be, have it be very specific so that, so that it's not, um, you know, just like a, a cacophony of noise. And then it is something that people can digest. But then, and then, yeah, but part of what you're saying is about we, as a people ourselves, I, I, I think the first, our first reaction is like, okay, yeah, we're angry. And why is this happening? Why don't you understand? Like, what, like how, how old are you? If you're 40 or something, like, you know, the, <laughs> this, it just happened yesterday. But, but, you know, but, even though that might be the innate or the natural reaction with the kind of like, you know, yeah, well do what we've been taught since we were kids, right. Hold it back. And like, you know, like be, be the good black person, but, but this time, because they don't have a positive effect, you know, and as opposed to like us just like being the, the good guy in the room. Right. And, and it's like, or the good girl in the room. So. Yeah, no, that's, that's true. I mean, you know, I think um, that's why I think uh I mean, I've seen a, a lot of posts now, Instagram, where they're kind of like, you know, not everyone's a protester, not everyone's a fighter, not everyone, yeah. you know, not everyone's going to be out in the streets, you know, but, you know, you can help in your own kind of way. And I think, right. you know, uh, understanding that and not feeling shame if like you're like not in the streets protesting is completely cool. Like, I, like I was t- when uh, I had this conversation before and I was kind of telling someone that and it was, they, they almost did that, like a sigh of relief. They're just like, Whew, yeah, I don't like protesting. I don't want to get I don't want to get I don't want to go to jail. I was like, yo, I don't want to go to jail either but i understand what they're coming from because i was like yeah man you just got to realize you know you, there's different ways that you can help and i think understanding that and you know still keeping the macro in mind but ac- uh, acting in a micro way and a positive way can definitely help just having those conversations like having this forum where we're all kind of talking about our experiences and that and um you know, we gotta we're gonna have to throw some glitter or something on here so we can make sure this is part of an art chat too. So <laughs> <laughs> we got real, got real deep right now. <laughs> but yeah, I think the um it, it just good to kind of like uh share those stories and then and then people that might not have, you know, um people around them that could help them with that could definitely they they can hear this and then they they're like, Oh, okay, now I have a little bit better uh, understanding and a little bit more empathy and then and that yeah. is what helps. Cause I think in general, just the empathy aspect of it, if not if if yeah. nothing else people just learn better empathy that i think we've we've actually yeah. moved our all all of us uh, in a little bit of a way you know yeah yeah and before we switch the topics i would just say it's just for our listeners and like the people who are experienced experiencing this happening but they're not you know of like any like black heritage or anything like that or um i do think that like you said like em- empathy right now is really important and it's really easy for us and even when when we're in just a are going through our daily grind of working, right? Like the first natural reaction is to kind of close our ears and we just want, we're just waiting for our voice, right? Waiting to say what we want to say. And it's like, okay, cool, go, go, go. And I, I feel like when, you know, because sometimes as we're explaining to people what's happening, what does BLM stand for, what it, why is this happening? Like if you already have like a, a disposition or like a, um, or like a bias, you're actually not even able, you're not even in a position we're all going to naturally have a bias, but we have to kind of be able to play real, be conscious of that bias. And, you know, even though it's, they call it unconscious bias for a reason, but like you have to try to be conscious of it. 
And so that then you can put yourself in a position to be, to take in information. Because I feel like even though there's people who are asking like, oh, what is this happening? But they already have a position in their mind, you know, well, like all lives matter or like not that they're not all bad apples. But if that's already your position, then you're, you're not even hearing the conversation. And like when that is the key of empathy, right, it's like being able to be in a position to understand others. Right. And so I think, yeah, just that. Yeah, no, nah, definitely, man. Yeah, just yeah. it's like just just care, just care, people. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, all we care. ask. Like just you know, just just care. So, so with you know, with all of this going on, and a little bit more, um, you know, emphasis on black people and black experiences. Like, you know, how do you guys see this affecting like uh, black creatives? Like, just in general, like, do you guys feel that now that there's a little bit more spotlight on black people and like you know, quote unquote, black stuff? Um, do you think like the black creatives can figure out a way to kind of um, take a little bit of this attention and put it in a way that can help shine on a lot of the, the stuff that work that we're doing? Like say for instance, like uh, Kevin, you're over at um, Airship. And so mm-hmm. are you doing, you, do you feel like, you know, it's kind of cool for you to kind of, now that more people are paying attention just in general, do you think there's a, a lane for black creatives to kind of like, you know, uh, capitalize on that? And I should say. Oh, definitely. Like I've seen, I've seen some of that happen already uh, just in, in, you know, kind of like my circle, like just from what I'm seeing on my feeds and everything, you know, I'm seeing a lot of black artists being highlighted, uh, you know, a lot of support for those artists. Uh, Even, you know, one of my friends, uh, she sells like pens uh, and I went ahead and bought all of them. I blasted that everywhere. Um, I'm seeing that a lot, especially right now. uh, And I think they can take that momentum, you know, and we can, you know, do something way more positive uh, now that we have this platform because people are paying more attention. Right. Uh, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm just kind of seeing that, but I think there's multiple vectors that, you know, this is, this is going to happen on uh, not just from, you know, artists on social media, but, you know, through the media, we're going to be consuming soon. You know, people are creating projects because of this. Uh, I think the, it's just going to be a wave. But yeah, I'm seeing a lot of good come out of it already. And I hope we, you know, stay on that path, right? Yeah, definitely. Philip, you ever say something? Oh, no, I was just going to say that I think that right now, I think is a really good time because we have the attention and people are listening. It is a good time to promote and uh, and not be silent. Um, I think that people are looking for things to support. They're looking for Black artists um, to uh, to show love, to buy products, um, to spread the word. Um, and I, I felt all of that has been really positive. Um, I have seen an uptake in people also looking for Black artists. And the key thing there has been, not only are they looking for them, they're also looking to hire them, which I was really excited about, which is kind of just saying like, we didn't know that you guys, again, it was that same thing where they were just like, oh my gosh, there's black female concept artists. And it's like, yes, they've, been here. <laughs> they've always been here. Like, yeah. So the fun part about it now is seeing them explore and actually be like, oh yeah, you could come work here or you can come work there. So I've been really excited to see that dialogue and that exchange, um, um, the exchange of information, the exchange of, you know, uh, of visuals, um, of products. Um, I think it's a really good time um, because for better or worse, I do see a huge change. Like it was like, like an overnight change where people are listening. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. Arthel, you've been getting a little bit of, uh, more like, uh, a little bit more shine on your studios, um, with that, because I think, you know, we were talking earlier where it's like, you know, Hey, there's a new, um, you know, black owned, um, anime studio and uh, that kind of same reaction. They're just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. And, 
And yeah. I know you guys been grinding, so it's like you're like, yo, we've been here, but it's it's nice to at least get a little shine over there, you know? Yeah, no, like you said, like the, it's interesting because it really is, especially within like the creative space. Like we can, we do, we are seeing like the positive effect of of these, like you know, the protests and these yeah. things that's happening. And so, and yeah, like you know, obviously I'm a, I'm like a direct recipient of some of that love that's that's happening, you know, across the world, which is amazing. Like you know, we have articles about us now so people are like oh shoot like there's a studio here right and you know and, and getting calls and emails and things like that to kind of and all of that really helps to push us forward right and, and i don't know like it's 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 such a weird like thing to think but it's like would you know maybe the opportunities that are being presented right now like would we had still had these like how long would we had to have wait for these opportunities to be kind of presented to us if this didn't happen you know so yeah. definitely thankful mm-hmm. for that, you know. Yeah, and I think yeah, it is nah. a good space. Yeah, nah, that's dope, man. I mean, um, it was funny because uh, so um, I went to uh, one of the premieres for um, uh, Black Panther um, when I was working at Marvel, and it was more the like company one, so it's like all the uh, you know employees and stuff. And now we're having conversations after, and um, David Walker, he was one of the um, writers that did stuff for um, uh, Power Man and Iron Fist and a bunch of other good project projects. But he was kind of saying he was like, yeah, you know. Black Panther coming out at that time, and I think Luke Cage was around that same realm. He's like, this is a time for Black creators and Black artists to really like just get our shit together. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah. like if you got a good idea and you you're you know organized and it's fleshed out and it's really thought out, because now because of that you know shine and just you know just from Black Panther, you know just from when Luke Cage was coming out and like these different yeah. properties, now studios that didn't look at us are now looking, and then when they look and they see a you know a barrage of well thought out, really high quality stuff. Yeah. Then they're just kind of like, Oh man, we could. And again, they only care about money, but now yeah. where that money comes to us <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's the, um, and that, I think that's the, the kind of the positive effect that's been happening from a lot of this. And I think, you know, people having those conversations and then also, like you said, like really seeking out, you know, black artists and black creatives and, and how they're doing. And I'm, I'm seeing a lot more, um, of us talking to each other now too. So we're not so siloed. And, um, mm-hmm. and I know like Kevin, you're kind of saying sometimes you're, you're like in your own world, you kind of forget about everyone else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, I, I felt like real kind of isolated, at least, uh, in, in game development because they're, they're just not a whole lot of black people in, in game development. Uh, you know, and when, when we see each other, we're like, cool. Uh, but you know, even just through my work history, uh, the studios I've been at, uh, you know, it's, it's been, I say at least under 10 at each studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just like, man, this is, this, this needs to change at some point. Um, and, and so, uh, that coupled with, you know, just all of the events that I go to and everything. And it's, you know, it's just, we're just scarce. And so, you know, especially now I feel like I'm feeling more empowered to, to, you know, lend my expertise and knowledge to, you know, uh, those of us that are, you know, trying to come up now. And so, you know, I want to do more talking opportunities. Uh, you know, whenever I go back and visit my hometown in Savannah, Georgia, I try and go back and speak in my old high school and everything, because that's another thing is like, I feel like our, our youth doesn't even know that these creative jobs exist for us. Um, and so, you know, I, I, you know, try to at least take some responsibility and, and, you know, making them aware, right. That this is something that they could do. Um, 
but yeah, I feel like I've just been heads down, you know, just trying to work and gain experience and all that stuff. And like, I've always felt like I, I'm like, man, I really don't know anything um, (laughs) this whole time. And so now, you know, it's like, I have a little over like 10 years of experience now. So now I'm like, okay, well maybe I do know something. Right. So (laughs) so I can go and, you know, and and start to talk and stuff like that. Uh, But yeah, I, I just want, I feel like I want to be more active and especially in light of all these, you know, recent events, I feel like I, I really want to be more connected to, you know, to to just like our culture and everything and, and make sure that I'm, you know, doing my part to to, you know, pass that knowledge along. So, you know, we do see more black people in, you know, game development and, and more creative, uh, just the creative industry in general. Yeah, no, definitely. And then like, I mean, do you, and also do you guys think um, the as we're starting to get all these experiences and now we're kind of in the mode where we're starting to be our own bosses or we're starting to get into a realm of like um, kind of calling the shots. Um, I think that'll help with, with that of kind of like, you know, a, you know, talking to the, to the young kids about like, yo, this is a very viable way to actually make a living and still be creative. But then also too letting them know like, yeah, you know, your boss can look like you as well. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, we don't get that, you know, coming up, we might not have had that experience. So like, we're kind of in that, in that mode now where or we're in that route where that's going to be us now. So we're going to try to help, you know? It's important. I think it's really important to do that because we have like the visual. I still remember, you know, people that visited my school just to show us like whatever, like there was a puppeteer that came to my school when I was in elementary school in like first or second grade. I still remember that vividly being like, you know, infatuated with the way he made the puppets and how he made them move and how he was telling the story. I didn't end up becoming a puppeteer, but I do remember and it inspired my artistic journey. So us being able to go and talk to kids you know, regularly and showing them what we do, showing them that that it's possible, even that it's just a possible job. They may not get into it right away, but later on they remember and it inspires them to go off and kind of explore other avenues that they might not have been, uh, you know, uh, privy to. I think mm-hmm. that's really important. Yeah, that's a, that's a really, that, that, that's a good point. And I never, I don't know, I never thought about it. Like, it's, like you know, like you said, like we're, we're artists and so the, the thing about artists is that like we're we're kind of I don't know we're not anti-social but you know we're just so focused and just like sitting in without like you know right. it's, a, it's a craft that requires you to sit and just draw by yourself right and, like it's not it's kind of it's like you just, that's all you're doing you know so but yeah. th- but the importance of us having like you know getting out there and um and kind of inspiring the youth like now like I'm getting these messages from you know, from people who are just kind of like, oh, wow, you're out there in Japan and know people can be in anime. And like, um, either because when we're drawing, like I'm pretty, probably, um, I mean, I'm sure if, if you guys have the same experience enough, but like, we're not, we don't imagine ourselves as role models or anything, right? But then, like you said, I do remember when, when I was in school that, that, that was, that, that did have a really powerful impact on me. Like when the people would come to school and then just, even if they were just showing us what they did, you know, like I remember, I remember like the people who were singing and I remember like the different, we'd always have these assemblies where all the kids would, would go sit in, in the school theater and, you know, just watch, you know, be introduced to something. And, and even though I didn't become like a singer or like a, you know, I don't know, like all, all of the different events and things that they had in our school, but whenever I would see like another person who looked like us, which I guess that's the importance of like representation, right? It's like, mm-hmm. then it made me feel without even having to think about it. Like it wasn't like this conscious thing, 
but but it is like yeah like oh man like i can do that like you know because we see us doing that whereas opposed to like what we always see on when we were younger we would see it on tv anyway like a whole bunch of like you know white people and things that like oh well we already expected that of them right oh yeah like yeah they're supposed to be on tv oh they're supposed to be famous they're supposed to be rich we're we're, we're not that that's not for us but then because we would see like now especially with today's youth they can see you know whatever like a michael jordan or something you know like just famous people doing something and then they're like yeah. oh well i can i can be like him too but then look what that did just that one like a lot of people are like oh he didn't do anything but it's like that one black face just being in that space inspired a whole generation of a whole bunch of other black faces you know like in that yeah. space now and yeah. so yeah so that's that's interesting yeah man it, it, yeah. it's um you know the the representation aspect of it, it, you know, as I got older, I have a better appreciation for it because when I was younger, mm-hmm. I was kind of like, ah, eh, so, you know, it's not a big deal, whatever. But now I start to see, and um, it you start to, you know, again, like you said, it, it becomes possible. Where before you didn't really yeah. think about it that way, and then you see, like, you know, oh, well, he owns a studio, so I guess I could own a studio too, or like, you know, yeah, yeah. you know, he yeah. he's working on movies, doing stuff. Like, oh, I guess I could do that too. Like, they didn't really come into that possibility, and I think it's it's good that a lot of the young kids now get to see that and then um and then i think it's you know it's good on us to be um better about a you know sharing our stories b you know helping that young generation and um i was speaking a little earlier and one of the things that you know it's been on my little high horse a little bit and i would see you know <laughs> I, I would be in like the, the the facebook groups of like you know you know black comic creators or like you know uh, anime this or you know designers and i would just be like yo this artwork is so bad like what are you guys doing and yeah. it took me, I had to st- like, you know, check my own self because that was just my ego talking as opposed to being like, well, you know, you were at that level too. So what would you want to hear to help them get to the next level? And I was like, oh, that's, you know, that made me, that made me like step back and like check my own self and be like, you know what, instead of, you know, uh, harping or just like, you know, saying someone sucks, being like, you know what, I see what you're doing. You know, here's a path that would help you get a little bit better. And then, you know, mm-hmm. and then people that, you know, take that advice or run with it or become better then you know, help them a little bit more often, you know, and I think yeah. um, that that kind of mentality has helped me a little bit more to be one to share my stories more. And then two, also just to be helpful, because like, you know, everybody could say you suck, but there's very few that be like, hey, man, I see what you're doing. If you rock, rock this book, check this tutorial, like this will help you guide you on that way, that path, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it definitely helps to, I think, provide the resources because we have to remember that, especially in our communities, a lot of the times they don't have the resources to even know that this job is an option. So if yeah. they don't know and your parents don't know. That's the other thing. I remember when I was drawing, like when I when I started to show interest in really wanting to make art a career, you know, during the time, graphic design was like the new hot trigger title. So everyone kept saying graphic design. You can be a graphic designer. I was like, I don't. I don't want to do font. I don't, I don't care about curving. You know, like I was trying to be <laughs> no one knew, but everyone just kept pushing my counselors and stuff. Graphic design, graphic design. So it's like, you know that no one around you really knows what it is. So I think it's up to us to go back to kind of show those things. And I know that there was a time, I think during this, this, during this year, during uh, Black History Month, the Concept Art Association, they do every year, they are every month, they do a drink and draw like a sip and draw, right? Where they go and they open up a bar and you could have, grab drinks and you could draw models. This mm-hmm. year, um, I hosted one with Marco Neller um, to do, uh, for Black History Month, to primarily focus on like Afrofuturism, right? And during that event, so many Black artists showed up in one place. Like it was, it was just 
it was incredible to see. And we all realized that although we might feel isolated, which we do, like I'll feel like I'm the only, up until last year doing my job, I've been doing this job now 12 years, I've never sat next to another Black artist ever. Damn. Damn. And there's now multiple artists have joined the guild, but doing film, I've literally up until this last year where I had one that I finally got to be able to sit next to. So when I realized that when we got together, I started to like kind of piece it together. And on Instagram, we had started a group where there was just black concept artists where we all talked to each other, right? Animation, film, video games. We're just in there and we became friends. So we talked all the time and we were like, you know what? We don't realize that although we feel isolated here at work, like we're the only one or one of three or, you know, your video games, there's not very many. But then when you mm-hmm. spread out and look back at it, you know, you look at the industry as like, there's a lot of us here and we should connect more. So we yeah. to say, yeah. well, we saw everybody together in the room. We're like, wow, we are all out here. We're just separated. So we yeah. just need to yeah. do that together, you know, start saying like, let's talk, let's have community. Let's go talk to schools. Let's go do these things. Let's, let's put together our own little panel and speak to people about what we do, you know? Yeah. No, that's important, man. And like that, that, Building our own tribes and starting to have those communities will help a lot because I think that, you know, again, collectively kind of then people can kind of bring in like the issues that they have or like and also, too, you just need kind of like that safe space to like bitch and complain because <laughs> like, you know, not everyone's going to really like get it sometimes. We're just like, yo, do you yeah. know what, this microaggression that just happened to me? And, you know, some friends be like, ah, oh, that sounds kind of weird, but I don't get why you're mad. And other people are like, yo, I know exactly what happened. <laughs> oh man. That's, that's like, that's, I feel like that's a, a really good point. Like just having people around you that kind of get it. Right. Like I, yeah, I feel that on another level, just because, you know, uh, I'll be working at the studio and then, you know, something will happen and there's like nobody in mm. the immediate area. Right. That I could even like, yeah, talk really. to about it. But like, <laughs> so I'm just yeah. like, man, just, I just got uh, that yeah. one, just one person to film me. Does anyone film yeah. me at this time? <laughs> yeah. And so you know, with with everything that's happened in the past couple of weeks, all that stuff is like that. It's also that same feeling, right? Like having people around that that understand and can be empathetic and and you know just kind of get it. They just know yeah. kind of what you're going through. Um. So yeah, I think that's really interesting. To, yeah, just to have a a, a group. You know, because I know we are out there, but yeah, it's it's just, you know, it's we rarely see each other, you know, out in the wild. So, yeah, uh, yeah I, I feel like, yeah, we definitely need to, you know, kind of bring these groups together and, and start talking more, really. Yeah, and that, that, that helps a lot because, I mean, you know, and, and it, it goes across all industries, you know, we're, you know, we're on the creative end and stuff like that, but I'm starting to see it a little bit more where, you know, we're taking a little bit more initiative of just kind of like reaching out to everyone and be like, you know, man, let's have a space that we can kind of, you know, you know, swap ideas and share info mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. And I think, um, the, the 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 mode is starting to change from you know I'm competing with people as opposed to we're all in this together and we're all sharing information and we're all you know getting better and um you know and starting to have those hardcore networks because you know for a lot of other um, cultures like that's how a lot of their jobs get passed like you know yeah. uh, I'm a VP at some place and I and then you know and I know Kevin I'm like yo Kevin you want a job cool done and, yeah. and, they, and, that, <laughs> and that happens way more uh than you know submitting your resume or whatever it's just like those yeah. connections and so being yeah. better about like, of having that connections and really stretching out your network to you know uh to help those opportunities with the other you know folks that look like us so that we can kind of get that um that kind of a little bit more unity but also just like I said sharing information and just like you know uh, swapping ideas and stuff 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And uh, so now that, you know, we've got, you know, the Black Lives Matter has kind of put a spotlight on, you know, the the social economic uh, issues that's going on. It's helping a little bit more of the creatives in terms of now we're starting to, you know, band together and kind of, you know, talk more. Um, what do you guys think is like the future aspect of it? Like, how do you, how would you want to like, you know, help the next, the next gen that's coming up to kind of figure out to, to kind of occupy the spaces that we're in. Cause like, you know, we're all you guys are saying, you guys are all uh, been in the game for, you know, you know, about 10 plus years, you know, if, if I'm like 19 or 20 and I'm in college and I'm listening to this podcast, like, you know, what would you guys want to tell, uh, like, tell me to kind of like inspire me to get, you know, kind of go these routes? Um, this, this is always, I, I kind of, like, I always say the same thing. I think. <laughs> There's a reason for it. There's a reason for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, um, because, so, uh, yeah, I, I don't, and then, I don't know, like, I, don't, I never want to kind of come off as like, okay, we're here, but hey, now you get here kind of thing. Like, because that, that's the, I don't mean it that way. And I never want it to sound that way. And, but, so, so I guess two things, like, to be in our career, or to be in our field, in any field, if you want to be a basketball player, if you want to be anything, like, of course, you have, like, the most, the prerequisite is to be good at, at what it is that you what that, that you want to do right you have to you have to you have to be um it's okay to be average but it's it's you know <laughs> but like that shouldn't be your goal right because you want to get into this field and so that that's kind of what separates the the professionals from like the um i don't know just the, the viewers or something right and um and so i think that the youth like one one of the most important things is just having that goal to be good Right, because it's not enough to just kind of say, "Oh, I want to be an artist." I, I drew a little bit, because that that's not enough. And so, like, like first thing that I always think is that it's just important to impress upon young artists or just people who don't want to do anything is that 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 should like that that you want that yeah that you want to do it and you want to be good at it. Like, just that that one little thing makes a difference because that that that'll change from your approach to what you're doing. Like because now now you're you're seeking information, and you're seeing, because you want to fill in the gaps of like where you are, and then and then the 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 next thing the my advice is that I always give is um, that everything is a process, and everything has a process. Like no matter what it is, there's there's a process to everything. There's rules to everything because if there wasn't, there would just be you know it'd be chaos, right? And so. Mm-hmm. Um, like figure out what that process is or, or learn it, like, you know, the, get the advice, like go online or something to listen to what, like, you know, these great creators like Philip Day or like, um, you know, Kevin or Kim, like what, what everyone's saying, like go online, research what these artists are saying. Oh, this is what I did. This is what I did. Like, there's the process. There's a map. Now, once, once you have that process, like fo- follow the process. Like I, I feel like a lot of people want to skip, you know, they want to skip steps. <laughs> they want to, they want to see you know, and, and then say, yeah, I know my ABC, but no, you didn't even say the rest of the letters. And like, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like there, there, you know, you need all twenty six to have an alphabet. Like you can't, you can't just skip, right? And so it's like the, I think like figure out the process, and then and then practice that process and, and do it uh, diligently and religiously, and I think then you'll be, you can be whatever you want, you can achieve whatever you want. 
Yeah, man. No, yeah. That's dope. Because I mean, like one of the things or like I tell folks too is, you know, I'm just like, like you said, it's like, just do the homework, man. Like, <laughs> like if you really are in, if you're really about this and you're really into it, like really do the homework, like research and like study and really put that work in. And I think sometimes I think that that just that hard work of actually just, you know, grinding is kind of overlooked sometimes because it's kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, mm-hmm. we don't want <laughs> I kind of akin to it. It's like I don't want, I don't want, I don't want to be in the the buy buy my mixtape phase where it's just like, hey, I'm an artist, and I'm black. No, it's good. It's like, no, man, is the is the mixtape good? Did you do the production yourself? Do you know how? Do you, you know? So I think just like you know, put it in that work, and like you know, if you're really into anime and animation, then learn your basics. Like you should know, you know, you should really put the work in to understand what that is. If you're really into game development and all that, like understand game theory and put like really be nerd about that craft. And I, I wish more like you know that's if. It just at the very least, just being nerdy about your craft. If you start with that, then it, it's a lot easier for you to, you know, um, have those conversations with people that you might want to um, either work with or learn from. Because then now you're you're speaking the same language, and you know, and I, I think yeah. that part's important. Where a lot of it, a lot of it comes into where it's just like, hey, I'm black and I like to draw. What's good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I definitely feel that, and and yeah, it's. It's like we we all got to where we're at because, you know, we're passionate about what we do. And, you know, I've, I've been in that position where, you know, I have no I, like I didn't come into game development knowing knowing everything about it. Like I didn't know anything about game development, but, you know, just through studying. And I mean, I, I, I played the shit out of a lot of games <laughs> growing up. So <laughs> yeah. uh, it's just like, you know, I already had that base, but uh, I, I think it's just having that that drive. Like, you know, you got to be hungry. Uh, you know, for, for all that information, techniques, all that stuff. And I think, I think that like a lot of people might fall into the same trap of, you know, especially since we have like Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff now, and you see all these like really good artists and, and, you know, they put out these pieces. Um, but if you're just starting out, like you might know what the finished product you want it to look like, but you don't have the skill set to execute on that. And so you get frustrated. Um, I, I see a lot of people get, you know, just fall into that trap and you just have to push through. Um, you'll yeah. eventually get to that point, but you have to, you have to learn all the techniques and everything to get to that point. But I think a, a lot of people just kind of compare themselves to, you know, these artists that have been doing it for a long time professionally yeah. and, and, you know, yeah. get discouraged. So I'd say yeah, the biggest yeah. tip I would give was just don't be, don't get discouraged, uh, yeah. you know, keep keep grinding just keep grinding yeah that, mm-hmm. that's kind of important like i like that like you said the grind and like yeah not it's it comparison is important in the sense that yeah like this is what you want to be able to achieve so like i think that that part is okay but then yeah but then don't but then you have to realize that, that you're only comparing so that, that that you know where you need to go but like it's like yeah. yeah like okay now i opened up this sketchbook and it's supposed to look like this like what oh man what the heck why, why does my costume not look like this or something you know it's like why does my game not play properly like so that that's not the like you, you don't want to be in that mindset and I, I always i don't know whenever i speak through our experiences i think it's harder for people to relate but so i always try to choose something else but like let's say basketball you want to be in the nba if you've never played basketball, you would not be in the NBA, right? So it's like if you just pick up, <laughs> like you can't just pick up a ball and then walk to the like to wherever, you know? Hey, man, like yeah, I got this ball. I want to play. I want. I'm gonna. I'm gonna play in the Lakers now. Like like that doesn't work, right? And so and you don't even have to, like yeah, you can watch the the videos of all the great basketball greats, 
but even just, but how did they get there? How did they even they get to the point where now they could be considered? It was because they just played basketball outside with their friends every day, right? And then, then they, like I say, got through elementary school and they started getting better and better. Now, now they, they, they found the right coaches and things. They found the right, um, you know, the, the, the right mentors and things. And then take the skills that they developed on their own because you have to first develop your own skills. Yeah, and then, work. yeah, you put in that work. And so now, so then, then it's able to, now, now that you've developed to this point, it's, it can then be nurtured. But if you have like nothing to nurture, that you, you will not be whatever it is that you want to be. So you have to first figure it out like, and then, yeah, build, have a base. Like, you know, we always say, like, you know, at our company, we say, so the, the, the foundation is important. You, ha- you have to make your own foundation. Once you have that foundation, it's really easy for, like, teachers and everyone else around you to then take that foundation and build on it. You know? Yeah. No, nah, definitely. And then, Philip, I figured, yeah, yours is, yours is, like, a very, like, more niche area as well. So it's, like, it would be interesting to see where that, how, how a person would kind of go towards that route as well. Yeah, I think um, with mine, it's really about, I think it's trying to, because I work a lot with costume designers, right? So I'm doing primarily live action. And I think you, in order to do that, you really do have to study and you have to kind of like look at different stuff, but you're also looking at, um, you're looking at like fashion from a point of construction, which I think a lot of costume artists will miss. So it's like, I'm looking at stuff mm-hmm. About how it can physically be made and like what it's made out of and what are the materials and all of those things and i didn't study or train to do that i just i had a general um, you know education from college i graduated with a you know a bfa in um in illustration in, at large so i didn't know that i was going to go into costume but then once i did then i really surrounded myself with like fashion designers and like all these different things that i needed to learn so i could pick up on it and so one thing that i try to tell a lot of people that want to go into this is that there is the studying it's like learning your anatomy learning your base foundation you know drawing and painting in person on live paper or on canvas you know putting in the extra time that you can so that you can get as good as you can um, because social media can be deceiving. And the way that I say that, I tell students <laughs> that when you see social media, I say, think of it as the end product. So what you're seeing yeah. is the result of a lot of hard work, but you're not seeing the hard work itself. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, I post an illustration and I'm like, here's this illustration and here's how it turned out. You're not seeing the 50 other versions that I did of that one thing to get to that thing. You're only seeing the end result. So I try to make sure that people know that you can do these things, but you do have to surround yourself at least with enough knowledge, you know, do your foundational drawing, learn to draw people in clothing, go and look at your own clothes, go to the fabric store, go to shows if you can, anything that you can to surround yourself with that knowledge to be able to then kind of put it back into the work. Um, and I think it'll be interesting to see where that goes now because it is niche. There's, there's not, there's our niche. It's not too many of us that do this job specifically, um, but we're always looking for people, especially people that have the skills to do it. Um, and so that's something that I kind of like to try to put out in the community too, is just to say like, we are looking, we do have room um, to, to grow and to learn, but I think you have to have those foundational skills because a lot of people will come to costume even in a way where they're like, I really want to draw costumes, but then they can't draw the body. And I'm like, I can't teach you to draw costumes if you can't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where does this costume go? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's got to be on something. For sure. But I think that people need to have, um, 
And I'll be quick, but there's something I thought was when you were talking about uh, foundation, that's one of the keywords that I've been using over the last four weeks is foundation, which is I feel like the country right now is in a place where we've all recognized if the country is a house, the foundation is collapsing and we're having a discussion on how to rebuild. And a lot of people, you have people that are just like, no, 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 it's fine. We'll just put some spackle on it. And we have some yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. That's a good answer. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But what you really have to understand is we've 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 gotten to the point where we recognize that we have to make the tough decision that the house has to go. We have to go back down to the foundation and build a strong one with all of us together, and then yeah. we can build the house again. And I think that's going to be really hard for people to grab. I, I, I really like that analogy. It's going to kind of just to add add on to what you said because that, that's an amazing analogy. I'm going to have to steal it from here and out. The term, the term is borrowing. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> I'm going to borrow. You know, I'm you. I, I, I'll, I'll throw your name in there. You know? <laughs> no, no, but like the, the interesting thing, like I like what you said because you're right. It's like, and, it's like if you imagine that, yeah, that our country is a foundation, you have to go back to the foundation. And even, and so, and if we think about it, it's like, well, okay, so let's just build some new bridges and some new schools. But that, that isn't the foundation of a country, right? Because the country's foundation isn't its, uh, isn't its structures and, and, and infrastructure, right? Like that's not the foundation of a country. The foundation of a country is its principles and, and its constitution. And so I think that people would have to really, learn like what how do we even what what laws and what what caused this and i think that's because that that instantly relates to why it's so important to learn about like racism and like slavery and like you know like civil rights act and all, and all these things that's happening and, and, and even like yeah just to because it's like well those those are the institutions and things that 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 are the foundation of our country that that's what our country was built on so if we don't first go to that to the foundation and then and then study it and learn it, then you don't even really know what it is that you have to dismantle and put back. You know, like if you're building the foundation of your house, it's like, oh shoot, like, okay, cool. We took all the, the siding off and all the sheetrock is torn down and everything. Now we have the frames up and, but we didn't, because we didn't study how to bit like what was the architecture or the construction of this house, we didn't realize that maybe the, the supporting beam is like just totally torn down or like, you know, just dilapidated. And so we re- so we brought it back down to the, the bare bones of this house, the framework, and then we built the house back, but the, the supporting beam is still dilapidated, right? And so it's like, yeah. And then that's what helps to choose because I think, you know, going back to our foundation thing, again, now we sound like our teachers. Just want to let you know that right now, guys, we're, <laughs> yeah. foundation, foundation is, the, is everything. And I, I swear, yeah. every time I say foundation, I hear my teacher laughing. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> but, but to that point though, that, that we're trying to, we're kind of building that new foundation to kind of let things be possible. Because I think, especially in a black community, like having a, a job in the creative field, doesn't really, it was not part of our foundation of how we thought of get a good job kind of a thing. And yeah, I think yeah. mm-hmm. now we're helping, we're helping kind of change that and to kind of show that, like, yeah, man, you can, you know, you, you don't have to you know work at, you know, do a more manual labor job or a more retail job. You can be creative, you can do these things. And it just adds to the different foundations. So now instead of saying, you know, getting a good job is in, indicative of uh, only certain things. Now it, we're adding that creative aspect into it too. So now, now the field is a 
little bit bigger. So now the foundation of what they can start on is a lot wider. And then like now mm-hmm. they can really they can really be like, oh, you know what? I do want to learn how to like paint and draw, and this can be a viable you know career and something that I really love to do. And then there's other people that that look like me that are doing these things, and that adds to that and kind of uh, changes the narrative. And I think. Um, that's what it's been good to see and hear more um, of us having those conversations so that, the, like you said, the younger people can kind of know that that's a, that's a, that's a viable thing, you know? And I think that's, that's the really cool part of like the uh, it, it's good that the black lives matter and the protests and stuff, there's like a different aspects of it that are starting to help the overall black community on top of the social economic parts. And I think that's the part that's been really, really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, man. Um, so like, I want to you know wrap it up to a point where I want everyone to kind of give like um, one, you know, where people can find you, but then also too, like you're just you know, you're you're kind of like uh, part, parting words, I should say. Um, and we'll we'll start with uh, Kevin first. Okay. Um, yeah, you can find me. Uh, I'm on Twitter. Uh, I, I still don't use Twitter as much as I probably should, but you can find me on Twitter at that KP though. Um, <laughs> I'm sure we can put that in the description or whatever. Whenever <laughs> posted. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I think hmm, I'm trying to figure out like what, what, what are my parting words? I just really like, I, I really appreciate, you know, being invited to, you know, speak on this panel. Like I'm, all of you guys are an inspiration to me and I really just want to, you know, be more active, um, you know, in the, the black creative community, um, really. And so, yeah, uh, I, I really just want to put it out there. Yeah. If, if you want to, if you need any kind of reviews or anything like that, anything with game development, just hit me up. I'm, I, I'll have my DMs open. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Uh, Philip. Um, I, I think you can find me on Twitter at, at P Boutte and uh, on Instagram, it's uh, uh, Phil P H I L underscore Boutte. Um, um, and I'm also open. I, I, I mentor and help a lot of different students. They should send me their work. I try to, you know, give back to everybody within, you know, a, a, a reasonable time. Um, I think my parting words is just for everyone to listen to each other, build a strong sense of community, um, help each other. Um, it also, it, it, it goes a long way. So if you can mentor someone, help someone, teach someone, um, I think it's the best thing that you can possibly do for the community and kind of build your own. So if you don't have it in your city, if you don't have concept art and you're looking for a way to do it, start it. There's plenty of people that are like-minded with you. Start something, film something, do something. Um, and definitely, if you need some help, I'm here. Awesome. And Arthur? Um, yeah. Like, also, yeah, thanks Thanks for just having us at this kind of round table. And um, I guess my parting words is that what I always say, just you know, the foundation is super important. And but yeah, let's rebuild the foundation of our country. Let's rebuild the foundation and you know, and even within our artist community. Dope, man. Yeah, I mean, uh, yo, fellas, it's been really, really educational and super fun. Um, it was really cool to talk to everybody and kind of get their insights and stuff. And it was, it was really fun to have uh, this conversation with the different types of folks from different uh, creatives. Um, yeah, you can you can find me at Hey DJ Cam at all of them, the Twitters and the Instagrams and the Facebooks. Um, 
And my parting words is, yeah, man, put the work in, do your homework. <laughs> you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you like something, be a nerd about it. We need more nerds. We need more nerds that are nerds about painting, nerds about fashion design, nerds about you know anime, nerds about concept art, comic books, whatever it is, whatever you really like, be be an expert about it, and that will help you. That will help you in your chosen field um, more than anything else. And so. Um, Oh, I totally, I totally forgot to say where to find me. <laughs> like, and, like, I'm really bad at like self advertising, uh, man. Good, good job, CEO. Good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, right? Like, so I, I heard my staff is, hey, man, you know, you're really supposed to. Okay, so let me say this real quick. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can find us at um, so they they are Sagio. Um, yeah, I guess the, the spelling should, maybe is in the description. But and if you just search it on all of the social media, so Twitter. Um, Instagram, Facebook, it's all the same, you know, YouTube. So just look for De Arstagio and our um, pages and things will come up. Um, and me personally, I'm, I'm not super active on social media and things, but if you want to follow me, I'd appreciate it, I guess. Um, my personal uh, Instagram is just catechism and it's the same on Twitter. It's just X8, yeah, catechism. Maybe it's in there, maybe it's not. All right, but thanks. Yeah, man. Awesome. Um, yeah, Gordon, thank you for uh, letting us inhabit your space and kind of <laughs> talk to the people. It's been awesome. Yes. Yeah, man. Yeah, thank you. It's, it's been, I mean, even just getting to sit back and listen to you guys talk about all these different subjects has just educated me more you know on the black community and uh and and oh hey there's darnell what's happening man? <laughs> just as we're wrapping up he jumps in uh, <laughs> okay anyway anyway so uh yeah man just like uh just listening to you guys talk has definitely been uh eye-opening for me and just um you know getting to know what was going on and, and uh, all the things that you wanted to talk about that were covered I, I hope just resonate with everybody who's listening um art related or not i think you guys have done some really good work here today and uh i'm just um glad that i could offer this to, to you guys to, to have some kind of platform to 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 reach other people that probably typically wouldn't have heard um things you wanted to talk about so so yeah it's been really good for me and, and thanks to all of you guys for giving up your your day today i know we, we started a bit later than usual um and we had a little back and forth but uh but yeah like i'm, I'm glad it all came together in the end and, and this is i think going to be a, a great episode for people to to listen to so thank awesome, you guys man. thanks man yeah, yeah. thanks yeah. thank you um so yeah guys uh thanks for listening to the whole thing um if you guys were stuck about to this point um my thanks to all the guests uh kevin powell Philip Booty, uh, Darnell when he came in eventually and after <laughs> hotel. So, uh, so yeah, you can find all those guys. I'll, I'll make sure all the links are below. And uh, if you have any questions, just leave them below. I'm sure the guys will check out the episode at one point. Uh, thanks to Cameron for hosting. Uh, big round of applause for Cameron for hosting and, and doing <laughs> a very good job. So, uh, <laughs> thanks, man. yeah, man. And uh, of course, I'll leave all his links as well for his podcast and stuff. And uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Um, stick around. There's more episodes coming out. Um, again, if you're watching this or listening to this, we have YouTube versions, we have uh, Spotify, uh, Google uh, Podcast, stuff like that, Apple Podcasts, we're everywhere. Uh, if you guys want to listen, make sure to share and like and uh, comment, subscribe. It always helps the channel out. And uh, up until this point, that's uh, that's pretty much it. Um, hope to see you guys again in another episode. Thanks to my guests, thanks to you guys, and uh, we'll see you all soon. Bye, guys. Bye. Peace. Later. Peace.